0: are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Welcome to this segment of Because You Asked, I'm Barry Nussbaum. Michael Harris in Florida writes and asks, Why is the meeting between President Trump and Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu so important? What should we expect from the meeting? Great question. The relationship with Obama and Netanyahu, which just ended, was eight years of disrespect and insults towards the Israeli leader. President Obama showed Bibi, as he is called, that he was not a friend, and the old days of the U.S. alliance with Israel would change under Obama's administration. And boy, did it ever. Here are a few examples. Obama would keep Netanyahu waiting at the White House for longer than any other world leader after summoning him to the White House meetings. He even walked out on a meeting with Netanyahu and went to have dinner with the family, telling Bibi to wait an hour or so until he was done having his dinner. He pulled his entire staff and secretary of state and ambassador from Bibi's speech before a joint session of Congress and encouraged House Dems to not attend Bibi's speech. In addition, neither the president nor the vice president attended the speech, nor would meet with Bibi during his trip to D.C. That level of disrespect has no parallel in American history. The lowlight? was the scheme to interfere with the Israeli elections using federal funds to lobby for Bibi's opponent in the last Israeli elections. State Department of the United States sent $350,000 to one voice in Israel to lobby Israelis to vote against Bibi. This personal relationship is the worst in American history between an American president and an Israeli prime minister. Okay, then. That's the past. Now, what will happen this week in Washington between Trump and Netanyahu? First, Trump will reestablish in public the lack of daylight between the United States and Israel. So why is that important? Well, the public disdain that Obama showed to Bibi emboldened Israeli's enemies throughout the Middle East, specifically the terrorist government in Gaza knowing there would be little if any negative repercussions coming from the United States, encouraged eight years of Hamas missiles flying over the border and into Israel. Astoundingly, Americans and the Palestinian Authority and the United Nations have propped up terrorism in both Gaza and the Middle East. Here's how. As of this week, Palestinian television still glorifies suicide attacks and carries Programs on the network showing preschool children being taught that their goal in life should be dying while killing Israelis And get this those television programs are still funded by the United States government In spite of the fact that many of those dollars are being spent to raise a generation of murderers. See what I mean? Now the US-Iran relationship, where does that stand as of today? Well, clearly, Obama and Kerry staked their foreign policy legacy to one singular event, the Iran nuclear deal, also known as the JCPOA. It was opposed at the time by majorities in both the House and Senate and most American people, and yet Obama managed to get it through Congress on a procedural technicality. And what happened since? Well, throughout the campaign, Trump said the Iran nuclear deal is the most profound and repeated foreign policy disaster to ever happen, and that he, if he was elected president, would change it. Now, since the election, President Trump has continued to speak out against the deal, encouraged no doubt by increasing GOP domination in the House and the Senate. In addition, there seems to be a new Iranian provocation weekly against the United States. They include consistent ballistic missile testing, Iranian gunboats harassing U.S. warships in the Persian Gulf, and a constant stream of insults coming from Tehran towards Washington and specifically targeting Trump. In addition, numerous American hostages have been taken by Iran and then ransomed back by Obama during the last year. So now that these two leaders are together this week, what should we expect? a reset of the Iran nuclear deal? Considering the amount of anti-American rhetoric coming out of Iran constantly, it would seem the leadership in Tehran is daring our new president to cancel the deal or at least substantially reset it. In the past week alone, yet more ballistic missiles were launched in a clear violation of both UN resolutions and the JCPOA. And the Iranian response to worldwide condemnation is nothing more than goofy, nonsensical explanations that nobody believes. President Trump has the perfect opportunity to announce a reset of the deal, even with significant changes all over the deal still under discussion. It will be very interesting with the two leaders standing next to each other after their press conference what they will say about Iran. Clearly, it's going to be on the agenda. Thanks, Michael. Great question. Please keep your questions coming to American Truth Project through our social media on Facebook or Twitter. And if we select your question, you will get a special gift. We are here for you to answer your urgent questions because you asked. I'm very Nussbaum.